You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Bienvenidos a todos. Uh, welcome back, everybody. It is another episode of Squirrel Talk where we're covering Drag Race España. How's your Wednesday? Mine's great. Uh, I am here hosting solo today. Uh, we've alluded to this, but Human Trash is a very busy bee working on very secretive projects and uh, ends up not being available today uh, for work reasons things that pay speaking of pay sign up for our patreon if you love what we're doing here and you want to support us we are at patreon.com slash squirrel chalk podcast uh entonces mira vamos a continuar sin hue and that's okay because we have the most fantastic guest joining us today my guest co-host i guess We'll call her today. It is the one and only from season three of Dragula, Joska. Oh my God. Hi. Como están? Thanks for having me, Selena. Oh my God. I'm so happy you're here. And you can, you can hear me well, right? Am I, am oh, I good? Yeah. Can I can be louder. I can hear you perfectly. You can scream if you want to, but um, ah! <laughs> of course you did it. You're always up for a challenge. You always rise that. to the challenge. <laughs> How you, you been? So nice to hear from you. Oh my god, I know. We we don't talk often enough. Joska. I know. I keep leaving you voicemails and waiting outside your house and <laughs> continue to continually ignore me. I can't believe it. I know. I just keep adding deadbolts and deadbolts onto my door, uh, barricading myself inside my house So um, and, and changing my phone number. But here we are. Uh, no, I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. I'm, you know, working on a bunch of projects. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm living my life. But the real question is, how are you doing? I'm pretty good, babes. You know, like um, I'm I'm enjoying the summer, the summer heat. Even even if I'm indoors, but I'm enjoying it a little bit. You know, are you uh, a, you I'm... strike me as somebody who's not a summer person? Because I I hate the heat. What what is your like, do you love summer? Um, you know what? I used to really hate summer, but like I kind of like it now more. I guess uh-huh. like just walking around. I mean, I I won't go to the beach, and I I won't really go for picnics because I hate bugs. But you know, like walking around or something. You know, okay. I like the sun. Let me get that vitamin D, or yeah. I mean, I don't know what vitamin the sun gives you, but whatever it, it gives you, <laughs> it's D. Don't worry, you got it correct. <laughs> um, <laughs> now you come from a warm climate. Tu vienes de Mexico. You're my Mexican sister. We're both from Mexico. What? I love I mean, that. Oh my god. I mean, I'm not actually. My family is from Mexico. I'm born and raised in Canada. You're still valid, babe. You're still Mexican as well. Thank you. <laughs> actually, okay, another lie. I'm actually fully Lebanese. Like, my family in Mexico is fully Lebanese. Like, there's no Mexican lineage at all. But that's where, like, they all live and they all... I mean, you're still Mexican, you know? I claim it. Yeah. <laughs> I claim it. What part of Mexico are you from? Um, I believe I'm from Ecatepec. You wouldn't mean you believe. I was born. Pardon? Okay. I said, what do you no, mean I, mean, you I, I, am there. I am from there. I am from there. <laughs> and, sorry, that was where? Uh, Ecatepec. It's like near oh. Mexico City, a little bit out, out of Mexico City. Okay, so gotcha. By. Nice. And you were raised, or you raised here or there? I was born there. I was there till I was um, around seven. And okay. then we moved to Canada. We came, we came to Vancouver first, and then now I'm here in Toronto. Are your parents here, or are they in Vancouver still? Well, I, I moved here to Canada with my mom. So okay. gotcha. 
Yeah, we live here in Toronto. Nice. But I live on my own. <laughs> She's an independent woman. We love it. We love it. Um, wait, hold on. I need to ask you, what are your pronouns, actually? My pronouns? Um, in, in, you know, in, in, in drag, I guess, um, I am pretty cool with anything. Okay. Um, out of drag, I usually use they or he. Gotcha. In pronouns or, yeah. Okay. Cool. Good, good. Thanks for asking. Ay, por supuesto. Uh, yeah, listen, my family's from Tampico. I don't know if you know it in Mexico. It's on the Gulf Coast. It's like, Wait, the what? Tampico is, is like a city on the Gulf Coast <gasps> in Mexico. And that's where my family is. Oh my God, I gotta look that up. That's so fun. Yeah, it's a cute, like, it was always, like, a shitty, like, it was, like, Ottawa, basically, like, when I was growing up, like, it wasn't, like... <laughs> Not Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ottawa with a beach, basically. And I mean, then... have a beach. <laughs> totally, yeah, it's getting, it's getting up there. Um, they're, But they've been, like, rebuilt, like, they've been, like, um, uh, marketing it more as, like, a tourist destination, like, making it, like, totally building up the city um, and making it, like, resort town as well. So, like, it's really gotten up there, Tampico. Oh, my God. Can you believe I haven't visited Mexico since I moved from there? I can believe that, actually, yeah. Do you want to go back? I want to go visit. I want to go visit. It'd be nice. Are you still... I, on... I, I don't know if I could move back. Like, I think it might be, like, culture shock, I think. I don't... Bit. I don't know. Listen, have you been to, I guess, I guess you haven't, to Mexico City. Um, I When I went as an adult, I was like, this is actually the coolest fucking city in the world. Like... Mexico City has every has so much art. They love drag. It's very it's a yeah, very have you queer seen La, city. La yes, I haven't watched it. Have you? Oh my god, bitch, you need to. It's it's on another level. It's so good. I know. I know. I don't know why I've never watched it. I just never sat down and did it. But I gotta do that. I think they have three seasons, right? Yeah, and it's I'm pretty sure it's all on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it's all on YouTube. I think it was like a YouTube show, right? Yeah. It's so good. I I really I really enjoyed it. La Mas Draga. Now listen, hold on. You are currently like a Twitch star, right? Like that's where we're at right now. Pandemic times. You've become a Twitch um, persona, correct? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I would say star yet, but you know, I'm I'm working on it. But you yeah, know, I've definitely migrated over to Twitch. That's been uh, really exciting. And I, honestly, I, if you asked me last year, like, oh, like what what I was going to be doing, I wouldn't have said Twitch. Like I. It was kind I, of an unexpected turn of events and it ended up working out and I've been really enjoying it and it's been really cool. So, I had yeah. never heard I had never heard of Twitch a year ago. Yeah, exactly, right? So that, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. That's kind of funny. Um but you know, I've always been a gamer and you right. know, I love to entertain. I like to be, you know, I think I'm I'm a pretty funny person sometimes. Uh even sometimes. If I don't but you know, yeah, I think it like it, it was just like it worked out, you know, like it made sense. Yeah, totally. And like, I think you're killing the game over there. And it's so great to see that it's like a platform where drag performers are thriving. Yeah, I, I think that's so amazing too. Like the, like, you know, like the way the drag still finds a way to, you know, make itself seen, be present. Yeah. And, you know, and it's a really great, great place in terms of like, you know, uh, queerness within gaming, right? Because it's something that sometimes you don't see, right? Or something, uh-huh. you know, like it can be like a very kind of like hetero heteronormative, you know, like sort of environment and can be kind of toxic at times. But yeah, I'm glad it, that there's such a big queer scene on Twitch. It's funny. It wasn't until I started drag that I started being surrounded by people who talk about gaming. <laughs> like, That's so funny. I mean, they're all fucking poker nerds. Like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. I was like, wow, I didn't realize that like drag and nerddom went so hand in hand. 
<clears throat> Aaron Brockovich. <clears throat> <laughs> Not to call anybody out here. <laughs> right, I love so it. Funny. I love that. How has, I need to ask you, how has life post um, Dragula been for you? Because like things can change when you like reach a large platform like that. How has it been for you? Um, it's been very strange. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's, but it's, you know, it's been really cool. It's been really exciting. It's also been like kind of daunting sometimes and kind of intimidating at, at, in, in some levels as well. Right. Yeah. Um, in terms of like the good aspects, it's like exciting to have such a big platform and, you know, uh, be able to meet new people, be able to be reached, like, you know, reach out for like certain things or be approached for different opportunities that I wouldn't have, you know, otherwise been offered. Right. So uh-huh, like this know, it kind of it accelerates the process, I guess, that normally would take you years to kind of get to that level. Right. But, you know, you start getting there a bit faster. Um, yeah. Also, too, it kind of puts kind of pressure. I mean, it's, it, it can be good or bad, but it puts pressure on like myself to kind of be better, improve on what I'm doing. You know, because also, too, you're kind of like, oh, shit, I was on this show kind of thing. So, like, like it, the pressure can be good. It can be bad. But um, yes. it's been it's been beneficial overall. So um, I I have no regrets. And it's been, like, a, honestly, like, a really cool experience. Do you regret the tattoo? You know, maybe I should have gotten on somewhere simpler. But <laughs> <laughs> what, did you do lower back? Did you do a tramp stamp? Girl, it's all like, yeah, it's a full on tramp stamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember when the promo came out, my favorite comment that I saw was everyone is doing their best to look like to like make us think they're scary and spooky. And Yavska is just there living her best life blowing bubbles. Oh my God. I remember that one too. That's so funny. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, yeah, that's Yavska. I love her. That's so funny. I saw that too. I was like, okay, you know what's something funny about those fucking bubbles is that they were supposed to be like blood bubbles. Like I was mixing like all this like, Oh, like mixed paint. But I guess like, I guess in the shots, it didn't show that they were red. No way. And I was going to like, I was going to try popping them and see if they would pop blood on me. Like, I guess it just didn't work out in the way that I thought it did. But, you know, I think, I think the juxtaposition of looking super cute and Uh made sense. So I think like, I'm happy that the blood didn't happen because even though that would have been really cool, this was just so much more funny and creepy. Like, it's just so much more creepy that you're legit just blowing bubbles in this like bizarre outfit, like of my nightmares. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoy doing the camp thing, so I'm I'm, I'm glad that came through as that. So <laughs> yes, yes, was incredible. Wait, I want to ask you, how has the fandom been for you? Because I talk a lot about the toxic drag race fandom and how horrible they can be to the performers on the show. How is it? How do you find that is different for, or is it different for drag? I would say it's different in some in some senses. Like, um, well, for me, like I was fortunate enough to be, you know, like someone that people ended up liking. So, like, I'm I'm really thankful for that. Like, I was one of the fan favorites. So I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but I could, I could definitely see some people being more, like, you know, I guess more toxic towards other performers. Like, for example, like my friend Hollow Eve. Like, I feel like a lot of people were really, yeah, um, taking the digs at them, and you know, not. I, th- I think Hall is one of the sweetest persons and to this day they still get a lot of toxic messages and I'm just like like Ugh. why why babes why you know and Hollow brought such cool representation it's just cool art to that show yeah too. so like I think it's really mixed right it's, it, it can be mixed and I think it also depends on the on like the the contestants like you know like I guess people weren't ready for that conversation I suppose mm-hmm. um, but I think like what they showed on the show was so important and you know needed to be visible so you know I think 
I don't think it's a perfect fandom, but I, I think people, you know, I think are, are people are trying and people are more open to certain ideas as well. So I'm, I'm yeah. glad for that. It's already a more inclusive show to begin with, like just casting wise. Yeah, like I think they're definitely trying to be, I guess, more, more, like I guess, more progressive, I guess, than like the usual sort of drag race mm-hmm. equation, right? Mm-hmm. And they succeed. Um, okay, now. We are here to talk about season one, episode three of Drag Race España. Are you enjoying the season so far? You know, yeah, the the three, the first three episodes have been so interesting. So I'm curious to see like how, like what kind of turns it takes. I'm really enjoying some of like the contestant outfits, mm-hmm. uh, the Monica Naranjo lip syncs. Oh my God. Ah, yes, of course. Um, I, I better see a fucking Meccano lip sync at some point this season. I swear to God. Who is that? Meccano? Who's Meccano? I don't know Meccano. Ah, I'm sorry. Meccano? Oh my I'm god, sorry. girl. You need to go look at Meccano after this. They're so good. I don't they're know like, my um, I don't know my Spanish singers as much. They're like a, a Spanish pop group. Um they were pretty big, I guess I, I guess in the 80s, 90s. Um they had some um bomb ass tracks. Okay. Uh, okay. I bet they're yeah, gonna do yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah, you need to look them up, Meccano. So good. For sure. I'm going to. That's my homework for tonight um yeah no i'm really enjoying the personalities i'm enjoying the judging i'm enjoying like the whole vibe of the show i think it's pretty cool um we'll talk about that as we go along so uh episode starts we have said goodbye to drag volcano did you like drag volcano wait sorry drag volcano yeah oh my gosh i was so sad she went home i could not believe it i was like (gasps) Yeah, when... I, I think she brought something really interesting to to Drag Race España. Because I remember seeing that they had they they used to have some festival in Spain uh-huh. that was like a sort of drag competition, and her aesthetic is very reminiscent of that. It's like a like a drag festival they didn't like they had in Spain. Like I I, I okay. watched it a while ago, but it was very like very makeup like that, uh-huh. very kind of like carnivalish sort of outfits. Uh huh. So I wonder if her if her outfits are kind of like. I guess part of that sort of group. I, I I have to brush up a little bit more on it, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna look into it. But yeah, I thought she she brought something really exciting. Yeah, she just seemed to have like a carnival flavor to her. I just personally wish with her that it was a head to toe look, like more. Like I find that there's elements of it that are like big and showy, and then there's like the bodysuit will be really simple or like yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I I definitely get that. You know, I think it's kind of part of like I can t- I can tell like that her style of drag is a bit of a more older style for sure, and it's like yeah. amazing in that sense. But there were definitely aspects where you know, I'm like yeah, the bodysuit could have used a little bit more. This could have been, I guess, uh, a little more tied up, you know. But yeah, a- amazing concepts overall, though. I thought she was yeah. Cool. And these but girls, yeah, I, I, I guess her, I guess her, like, like her last outfit didn't really read as much veneno as the other ones, I suppose. I loved it. I thought it was so, like, it was a trip. It was like, a, it, she looked like a shrine to veneno. Like, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, she did look amazing, though. Um, yeah, it was her, ch- it was a challenge. Like, she didn't do great in the challenge for me. I don't, though, I can't remember what the challenge was right now. What did they do last week? They were like dancing, singing. Oh, it was the girl group challenge. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they were all bad in that. Um, so they all, so they, so the girls think that like Volcano was a threat. Arancha, good for you. You got rid of her for us. Um, oh my God. Not that. I love Arancha Castilla La Mancha. This podcast is very in favor of Arancha Castilla La Mancha. She's just so 
funny. <laughs> I, I get her. She's pretty funny. Uh, she's very like the uh, the energy hit she has is very like um yes. It's eccentric for sure. <laughs> it is. She's all over the place, and I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> what uh, is she on? I want to have some what, of that. <laughs> she's high on life, baby. She's <laughs> high on life. Um, okay, so the next day, Supreme comes in, and okay, I am obsessed with the different dialects of Spanish because, like in Mexico, Supreme would walk in saying "Cómo están" or "Cómo estás" or whatever it is, and. Over there, she says, um, ¿Cómo estáis? And I always find those little, like... Yeah, and it also makes me confused. I'm like, am I speaking Spanish correctly? Like, yeah. When they're, like, when they're like vosotros, and I'm like, when do you use that? Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. I was in Argentina <laughs> 10 years ago, and I remember I'm, I'm just very usually, like, some informal, I guess. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's like, vosotros, nosotros. Um, instead of you, it's, it's vos. It's so bizarre to me. I'm yeah. Like, I just thought what I'm used to. And I'm like, am I being rude? Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's so formal. Yeah. Whenever I'm in a country where they speak like that, they're like, oh, we know you're Mexican because of the way you speak Spanish. Um, yeah. And it's also funny to me. Like I had to turn the, I had to turn on the Spanish subtitles because I was like having a hard time, like understanding some of the dialects. Yeah. And like, there's like a little bit of like Catalan in there too. Like it's different. It's, it's a different Spanish. Um, okay. So they have a mini challenge where they're playing football, which is the correct way to say soccer because <laughs> you use yeah. your foot um so yeah so they have a football challenge where they have to do a quick drag and they win based on the look and then they play a, a friendly game of soccer of football did anybody um, did anybody stand out to you in this competition um oh my god you know like i might i might be kind of um you know biased but okay how do i say it Hugasio? Okay, I they keep saying it different. So some people on the show say Uguateo and some say oh. Uguaseo. I don't know. I'm not sure. We 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 kind of try and go with like Uguateo, like try and put a little T on the C. Hugateo? Yeah, Uguateo. I don't think you pronounce Uguateo. the H. Yeah. Oh my god, girl, I'm so bad at names. <laughs> I listen, I, I spent three weeks like trying to learn this name so <laughs> i think i'm getting close to it i'm not even sure uh, i mean i love their concepts and i thought they were pretty funny in this one like i wasn't expecting them to be funny but uh-huh. i thought they were pretty funny to be honest Tot- that um, look was like unexpected because like that whole like back hairline i'm trying to remember the looks as well um who else I, won the team captain? Oh, no, no yeah, it was, it was who was there. They won team captain and then someone else. No. No, it was last week. Who won the top two for the little mini challenge? I think it was Inti. Inti was really funny as well in that one. In or, the football challenge? Yeah, the little football challenge. Um, Inti was, I did have a funny look. You're right. There's a few people who came out and like leaned into the ugly, I think. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was the funny aspect. Um, yeah. The, the Vima went like, kind of like older like an old um like a tall old skinny man (laughs) (laughs) killer queen ended up winning with like she i think she did like hairy armpits um and okay i don't know how you feel but how do you feel about killer queen let me ask you right now um you know what i think she has some pretty interesting concepts so far i don't think we've Mm -hmm. like we've seen everything she has to offer yet like i think she yeah. Like, I think, I, I think she's, she's kind of on the safe ride, I think, so far. Like, she hasn't yeah. really stood out a lot, but she hasn't really, like, done badly yet, per se. Uh-huh. So my thing with, with Killer is that I think she's great at drag. 
I forget about her every time. Every time we have to like remember what killer wore last week or what killer just wore that we just saw on the runway, I can never remember what it is. Yeah, I think like I think so far she's kind of blending in, I guess, yeah. to the background. Yeah, like that's not necessarily a bad thing because you know, like in the beginning, like you know, you don't necessarily want to start off strong and then you know die down later, right? Like that's probably one of the worst things that could happen. So right. who knows? Maybe we'll see her, you know, rise to the occasion later on. I hope so. Or maybe she'll sink. You know, who knows? Who knows? But. It's not. It's not a bad position. I think we no. just ha- we just haven't seen like I guess everything yet. I guess you know. <laughs> yes, show us the rest, killer. Show us the rest. Um. So the, so she wins this mini challenge, and uh, and the main challenge is uh. I guess it's like an influencer chat. I don't really understand what what um they're going for here, but it's like a triple threat challenge. So the triple threat is not singer, actor, dancer. It is. Singer, actor, model, modelo, cantante, actriz, mocatriz, which is a song. Mocatriz is a song that our guest judge this week sings, uh, and his name is Carlos Areces. Do you know Carlos Carlos Areces? No, I was completely new to all of that. So, like, I'm I'm learning some new stuff for sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. When they said his name, I thought she said Carlos Areces, and. That means earrings, Carlos earrings. Um, well, see, that's what I thought you said just now. <laughs> yeah, there's a thing in, in, I guess, with Supreme where where the C's come out as T's, and I've never heard that before, and I'm fascinated. Um, so, Killer as the winner gets uh, to put the teams together. She gets to pick which magazine cover or which character she wants to play, and who her partner is going to be. So, there's four characters. There's Abuela. There's glamour. There's hookers, which we may say sex workers. I don't know. And there's <laughs> um, and there's nasty girls. Now I don't know what the difference is. I, I was definitely a, like I was definitely a little confused this episode. I think a little bit like in terms of like what the ch- like what the challenges was. But you know, like I did like kind of see like they had like the acting challenge, then they had the outfits. Yeah, it was very weird. And also, okay, we're gonna talk about this later. But like. They had a whole moment that was supposed to be the singer challenge where they're running on treadmills that they never show. <laughs> yeah, that's the part that I was kind of like, what was that about, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was so bizarre. I think Killer did a good job of pairing the teams, actually. I think she paired everybody really well. Yeah, that was actually very generous of her. You know, she could have she could have definitely, I think, been more strategic. But, you know, I think that's that was lovely of her. And I think it made sense, like, the way she paired people. Yeah. I don't know, so then how, how would you have paired the people? Would you have uh, tried to mess them over or would you have done the same thing? <laughs> so I think I would have done the same thing, but if there was someone there that I didn't like, I would purposely try to fuck them over. You know what? I think that's fair. That's totally reasonable. Yeah. Did you find yourself when you were in Dragula ever having to like shade people? Um, Like in what sense? Like, if did I don't know if you ever had... Uh, Girl, I was so shady all season. <laughs> you you know what's funny for me is that I watched the show and I watched you be shady and I watched them not receive it well. And I was like, this is dry. Like, what are you talking about? You're almost funny. I mean, like, I think, 
I mean, I don't, I don't know if the contestants received it well, but definitely the audience received it well. So maybe that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm, I'm confused about the contestants. I'm like, how, when you're sitting in a room with Yavska, can you be mad at her for shading you? Like, I don't know, girl. So, you know, some, some people, some people can, can dish it out, but they can't take it, so, you know? Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. true story. That's how it goes, right? So. <laughs> yeah, I remember there was a thing where like, you didn't know a word or you mispronounced something. And they were like, what do you, like, what's her problem? Like, she's Canadian. Did oh, they speak English God. there? And it's like, do you not know that she wasn't born in Canada? And, like, English isn't her first language. And, and... Oh, my God. I mean, well, we, we had the show, we had a show with a similar name in Canada growing up. A, a TV show for the little French girl. A TV show for the little French girl? What are we yeah. talking about? Madeline? Yes. That, that that that's the reason why I kept mispronouncing her name. It wasn't anything like me trying oh. to be annoying or anything, but it was like, um, like that's the like that's how I pronounced it in my head, and I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? I totally get that. I totally that's get so that. Funny. But anyways, anyways, moving <laughs> on. We don't need to talk about that show. Uh, okay, so um, okay, so they're getting ready to do their 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 uh, acts, I guess, and. Killer is talking to Arancha in the mirror about her issues with her body and how she was chubbier when she was growing up. Kids made fun of her. Here's the thing is like, she talks about being in the locker room and everybody waiting for her to undress so they could pull out their phones and take pictures. I am so... That was really... That was messed up to hear. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And it made me so thankful that I did not grow up in a time with camera phones. Like, we didn't have cell phones. That we didn't have. We, if you want to take a can, if you want to take a picture, it was like film. So uh, I grew up in a time where it was a whole other kind of bullying. But um, <laughs> but this is like, this is so much more damaging to grow up in a time yeah, like this where things so, are so easily shared. Right? Yeah, it is. And like these, these things are like easily shared. So like. It, it's just like an accelerated form of bullying now. Um, yeah, yeah. It's tough to hear that. It's tough to hear when like people's childhood traumas and like how they still carry them with them today. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something kind of that's hard to, I guess, mentally kind of get yourself out of. Because I mean, I I was bullied a lot too when I was younger, right? And, right. You know, it's it, it is kind of hard to kind of like try to like go of those thoughts, but uh huh. You know. And it's it's universal, right? Like every, like a lot of people go through bullying, and especially queer kids. Yes. Um, because like if you're chubby and you're like faggy, then like you're like double. It's double pile on for you. Yeah. So it, like yeah. It, it's really fucked up. But like it's like I think it was so amazing that they like you know like they were able to talk about that on TV. You know. Yeah. Especially to inspire other people that you know might be watching that and be like you know hey, that's yeah. really cool. I feel yeah. a little bit better now, you know? Yeah, these these moments are, like, so important for the show. They're, like, the heart and soul of the show, really. Um, I love when, when Carmen <laughs> Varela's, like, we're all... Listen, I don't want to be part of the anti-ugly team anymore. We're all ugly. We're all beautiful. We're all perfect just the way we are. Oh. <laughs> and everyone's like, and world peace. All right, we get it, Carmen. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> you know, at least she, she tried. She tried. <laughs> she tried. It, it's adorable. I like Carmen. Um, She's okay. really funny. <laughs> so, okay, let's go into the filming. So they all have to film their scenes. The first thing they're doing is their magazine cover. 
And the first character is Adia Abuelas, which is Arancha, and um, Killer Queen, who I almost forgot about. Did you hear that hesitation? Uh, <laughs> I like that they walked in in character. They're like already like, what are you saying? I don't have my hearing aids in. I thought that was very. You cute. know what? They were. I think they were definitely the funniest group in my opinion out of what was what, the four others. Like, sorry, the three others. I the think three they others. Were, they were definitely the funniest. They were the most in character. They were. They were the, yeah. they were, they actually made me laugh. So, yeah, props I to them for that. Killer was doing great, um, and I was very impressed to see that. The other team is Glamour, and uh, that would be Carmen Farala and Dovima Nurmi. Uh, uh, they listen. I think Glamour was the toughest one. I don't think they leaned into, like, if I were to do glamour, I would do, like, bitchy, like, model, fierce, you can't touch me. Whereas, like, they kind of seem to struggle with, like, what to do with poses. And, like, glamour is the one where you pose. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, it was a little awkward for sure. Like, it was definitely one of the weaker ones. Um, I mean, I guess, like, uh, the granny category is a lot easier to be funny in. Yes. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess, like, Maybe they're just not that, like, funny, I guess, in terms of, like, their acting or whatever. But it was okay. Like, it wasn't terrible, but it was, like, I mean, I don't I don't really remember laughing too much. Right. Or at all. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> no, they looked gosh. beautiful, though. <laughs> they did. They looked gorgeous. Um, then we had the Nasty Girls, which was Uateo and Poopy Poison. And... Uh, they Go were ahead. pretty funny. I think they were pretty funny. Um, they, they were quite funny. I think, so Poopy is known as a comedian. So like, obviously she's going to be funny. I was very impressed with Uguateo. Like she was keeping up. She, yeah, she was keeping up with Poopy. And I was kind of worried for Uguateo at, at the beginning, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, she she proved that she can be like like a funny girl as well. And I thought that was really cool. You know, she had the looks. Yeah. She was funny. Um, wait, are, are we going to talk about their fashion outfits at the end, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll do a whole runway moment. Um, okay, and then the the sex workers are uh, Sagittaria, who I like to call Canceria because she's not a Sagittarius. She's a Cancer. Oh, my God. Um, and who's the other one? Inti. Uh, she was with Inti. Yeah, with Inti. Yes. Um, and- I don't know. That performance was just rough overall. Yes. Um, both of I- them. Both of them were just equally <laughs> initially, <laughs> initially with the with the photo shoot, they were doing pretty good. Like I feel like they were they were going for it. They were like tonguing. It seemed all right. I mean, co- comedy is a very specific skill, so you know it's not that like to invalidate them in any way. But they were just, um, I don't know. I, it definitely wasn't their strong suit for either of them. <laughs> yeah, like when when Supreme is directing them in their scene, she's doing a really good job of directing. I think. But yeah, Inti just looks kind of lost. It's it's a, it was a hard. I would say they had the hardest uh, scene to play because they're playing off of each other, but not really. Like they're not interacting with each other. They're talking into. I, th- a I phone. think that was. I think it had potential to be like. I think it had, it had the potential to definitely be the funniest uh, scene. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I think it definitely required you know, like a bit of improvising skill. And, you know, it, it, it was apparent like they were just not good at kind of improvising those lines, right? Yeah. If anything, they probably should have switched roles and like um, 
Sagittaria was doing a better job, so she probably should have been the one who had to drive more, like who had to do more of the um, of the ad libbing. Yeah, I think that maybe, maybe that would have made a bit uh, a bit more sense, but. I mean, even her performance wasn't my favorite. Like, I thought it was just... <laughs> I guess yeah. it was funny in the way that it was just so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so bad, it's good. Um, yeah, yeah. So they all have to play their little scenes. The, the the nasty girls are doing, like, the bikini wax moment, which I didn't really understand until I saw the full scene. Um, the abuelas had a love story in a bar and then the glamour girls were fighting over the same guy but they had no idea what they were doing they didn't understand Super yeah, so yeah that definitely was the what like, I, like it was the least funniest i think out of all the other yeah they're <laughs> the ones they're the ones who worried me the most um okay so let's talk about their actual scenes let's go through them um so we had the abuelas uh which was arancha and killer and yeah, they had a whole scene where they're in a bar with their guys. They send them to go do to go get them drinks. I thought, okay, so I, my opinion on Arancha was she was underplaying everything, which I think is a smart move. But for this show, it's almost better to go bigger because they kind of reward high camp a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I think she got a little bit overshadowed by Killer in in the scenes. Yeah, because um, Killer was legit killing it. Like, she was... Yeah, she was actually... I think she was definitely the funniest of this episode, in my opinion. Yeah, she was fully in it, which was awesome. But I have to say, Adancha was fucking hilarious when she gave her the pills, and then she died, and she's like, don't take it, don't you steal my pills, you bitch. Oh, yeah, that was pretty funny, too. But, you know, she didn't, she didn't do, like, a bad job. Like, they were overall the funniest scene. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one stood out a bit more than the other, and I think... I mean, she played it safe enough, but like, you know, maybe she like it's not something she could probably do again later on, you know, as the competition continues. Yes. So she kind of let Killer steal a spotlight a little bit. Yeah. And Arancha always stands out for me. Um, the Glamourosas, uh, again, being Dovima and Carmen, their scene was they're in Carmen's bedroom. My boyfriend got me this teddy bear. My boyfriend got me this teddy bear. It's the same teddy bear. Javi, Javi, Javi. I thought that was You know funny. what? I will say this. I think it was, I don't know if it was intentional, but I think it was smart of Killer not to give uh, Carmen a different scene. Uh-huh. Only because it would have given her the chance to show something new to the judges. <laughs> and I think Carmen's uh, like a really strong front runner in this competition so far. Well, she won the last episode. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and she's, she's, been, she, she's been taught pretty much like, you know. Uh-huh. So I, I don't know if it was intentional, but I think from a strategic, you know, like a point, I think she did a good job of putting her in that category. Yes. Yeah. Shady. Okay. Okay. You're right. It was smart of her to do, to like, keep Carmen down a little bit. Ah. Um, I think the scene wasn't, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't as, it just wasn't what it could have been. Yeah, I, I didn't really laugh, to be honest, I guess. Like, it was entertaining, yeah. it was cute, but I, you know, I didn't really laugh, I guess. I mean, and, you know, making people laugh is hard, but uh-huh. like they, they were just, the other groups were just stronger, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, speaking of a stronger team, the Nasty Girls, uh, Uwateo and Poopy, are doing like this, um, this like pain play waxing scene. 
which they're both very funny. I was really impressed with Ubaseo for keeping up. And yeah, is just they were like, both really good. Sometimes they, they, Poopy they, they, plays under. Like sometimes Poopy plays like she, she like she says funny things, but she doesn't deliver it in a funny way. That's kind of my opinion of her. <laughs> uh, I think in it, I think in this scene, she really did fucking kill it. Yeah, I thought she was hilarious, and then like the the part where she just stops moving. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, you know, from screaming, she's just not moving anymore. <laughs> she just dies. Uh, and I, yeah. I was a little worried about Ugateo at the beginning, where they had uh-huh. to play the kind of, uh, I guess the the what was it, what is the waxer that like was really into it? Yes, and she had like she took on this mask mask persona, I guess. Yeah, but it, it, like it worked Bush. out. It worked out. It did. She was like terrifying, and <laughs> and she was waxing with just her bare fingers. She didn't use any wax. <laughs> she was waxing the air. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And then when what's her face dies, and she's like, oh, "We killed her." Walks off. Very fun. Um, okay. And then the last team are the sex workers, which is Inti and Sagittaria, or sorry, Canceria, and. Okay, this was tough to watch, and not just because the acting was really bad, but it was like, when I saw them filming in front of a green screen, like the three people, I was like, oh, smart, film them all at once, and then you separate them into boxes, like you separate them into different scenes. They put them all in the kitchen. Like, it was just so weird to watch yeah that didn't yeah it was it was a bit of a weird setup for sure yeah Um, like you have a green screen the possibilities are limitless and you had them all sitting in the same scene but pretending they're not yeah i think it was definitely like i think they had the toughest role but it had the potential to be the funniest yeah and they just weren't able to do it Yeah, and then, like, where did the story of them being mother-daughter come from? Like, that wasn't told to them in the beginning. Sagittaria did not try to look like her mother because she didn't know she had to. That was all Yeah, they... I guess they, they kind of looked like sisters a bit. <laughs> yeah, they, like, didn't look related at all. I don't know. <laughs> and then, like, the guy was the dad somehow? I, yeah! I, was, I was a little lost. I don't, did they write that, or was that given to them? Like, the, like that those lines? Honestly, I don't, I don't know. Like, it could be either. It is very strange. I found it strange. Because I, I think they were giving the prompt and uh-huh. then maybe they wrote the scene is what I'm thinking happened. Or Yeah, because I mean, it was all improv. So she probably yeah. just threw that out, which is like fun. That's fun improv. Making it that you're having phone sex with your father is hilarious. <laughs> but I don't, I just didn't like the scene didn't work for me. And I think the directing was part of the problem. That makes sense. I think that's, that's totally fair. Yeah, that's valid. Fuck the directing. Um, okay, Joska, let's take a little break before we come back and talk all about the runways. Oh my god, yes, I love that. Grab a sip of water, do what you gotta do, and we'll meet right back here after this break. Sounds good. And we are back. Break is over. No more break. Everybody back in your seats. Pencils down. Uh, okay, great. So uh, Supreme Deluxe comes down the runway in an outfit that I think is beautiful. I have a hard time describing it. 
Yeah, it was it was an interesting outfit for sure. I wasn't yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. I think okay, so I think some of the criticism she gets is that and I think it was Lucinda who brought this up last week, is that she always wears these like thickly rooted wigs. Like the wigs are like a thick black root that doesn't necessarily like kinda like takes away from her makeup. Yeah, and... I was wondering about the wig. I thought it was... I mean, I don't really know much about wigs to begin with, but it wasn't my favorite wig I've seen. Yeah, you wear more, like, headpieces than wigs, right? You wear yes. more, like, yeah, head coverings. Um, And I think another thing is, like, her shoes never complete the outfit. She always just wears, like, whatever boots are laying around. <laughs> Not this. <laughs> I didn't notice. I didn't look at the shoes. So I don't and look, <laughs> I'm not mad at it. That's how I do my drag. Um, but I'm also not hosting this show, so it's um yeah. I can see where people are coming from now. We're like, she's almost there. She's almost there. She's trying. She's trying. It's the first season. Yeah, she strikes me as somebody who is more of um like a TV personality who's not. Uh, a full-time drag queen. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Listen, I'm not mad about it. She's a fantastic host. I'm really enjoying her as the host of the show. Yeah. Um, And then we have our guest judge, or wait, our actual judges, which are Javier Ambrosi, Ana Locking, and Javier Calvo, as usual, plus the singer of Mocatriz, which is Carlos Aretes. Uh, so here we go. The theme of the runway is my roots, mis raíces, drag, origin story. And so I thought, I thought that was an interesting concept. So it's a great concept. I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I think it's cool. So first up is Poopy Poison, who uh, has a lot going on here. So yeah, it is, you know, like I, I, I can see the effort. It's uh-huh. definitely better than her first episode outfits. <laughs> oh, girl, that first episode, the outfit was just um, yeah. That that was a bit rough. This was this one I guess was like I, I could see the effort, but to me it was still a lot. And uh-huh. you know, um, you know, I like I like I want to say it looked cheap because I I, you know, I think I think there's a place for like you know like all kinds of like I guess drag outfits and things like that, but it, I yeah. just don't think it was. Like, I think it could have been more nicely put together or more nicely tied up. And yeah, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't too into the like the dollar store bear. Like I don't know, I don't know about right. that. It, it felt I, a little out of place. It kind of it kind of did. I don't know. I don't know what the story was with the bear. Like I'm not sure. It had something to do with the strawberry tree that was her hair. Um, I do enjoy that she like all the things she tried to put into it. The 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 uh, chulapa. Madriena uh, inspiration. I like that her earrings, one was an octopus to symbolize Peru and Galatia, and the other one was a windmill to symbolize Castilla la Mancha. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, but- I, mean, I, I, I think it's really cool that they have her there because she she kind of represents like she's like she's like pretty funny. She she's already been in the industry, it seems like in Spain. Uh-huh. So I think you know, I think that's something pretty cool. Um, you know, and not necessarily like all drag performers have to be like these like amazing look artists. Right. Right. So, you know, I think she more than, you know, shows her talent with the comedy aspect for sure. She apparently is very famous in Spain. Like she's very well known. 
um she probably could even be hosting this show like she's got songs on the radio she's got um she's like a tv personality so she's known um i feel like this is something that like she'd wear to a bar and he'd be like yes and tip her um but it is i'm not gonna lie it's an ugly dress it's ugly (laughs) that's what i think i think it's ugly uh but i love her no i I love her i like her last week's episode uh outfit more that was the veneno thing right pardon that was her veneno look right yes yeah that was a nice outfit this one um you know (laughs) Uh uh-huh yeah so like her taste level maybe isn't as high as other people's and that's fine um up next we have inti who is serving Bolivian um, Carnival, uh, La Diab- uh, yeah, La, La Diabla of the Carnival, uh, that they kind of like, it's like they use like devil imagery to scare off the settlers and the Christians. Um, um, oh my gosh, that outfit had me floored. Yeah. I, I thought, okay, in my opinion, it was the best outfit that episode. I thought it was yeah. so beautiful. I thought like the way she styled it was beautiful. Uh-huh. And I completely disagreed with the, I guess the judges, I guess critiques of her outfit specifically. Yeah. We'll get into that in a second. Sense. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that after we did, we like review our own uh, of all these people. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, like the headpiece is incredible. Uh, the makeup is incredible. That yeah, I, I thought the makeup was also really beautiful. And it was different. And I think it matched the outfit as well. And the cape. Oh my god, the back of that cape. Oh my god, it was stunning. I'm not even mad at the dress. Like, I think the dress, like, it looks simple. But I think it works. The only part you know, that... Yeah, that... That's the other thing, too. They were like, the dress is too simple. But I'm like, I think this works perfectly fine. Even with the boots as well. Um, like That's what I'm saying. I think she styled it beautifully. Because also, too, like, the focus... Like, it, w- it would have been too much if she started adding more things. Like, I think it looked beautiful with the headpiece, uh-huh. then the big cape, and then, like, this, you know, like, the the clean, like, boot and the, the dress. I think it all worked really well together. Because it was also a fashion look, you know? Yeah, totally. I'm going to say I don't love the boots. That's the one thing that I'm like, I'm not loving this. Um, and they're also very Volcano. I bet Volcano left those behind. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh my god, I forgot. We do nut and cut here. So if we like an outfit, we nut it. And if we don't like it, it's cut. So I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna give, we're gonna go back to Poopy, and I'm gonna give her a nut because I enjoy the inspiration. What would you give Poopy? Another um, cut. I guess I would say cut. It, okay, it, was, it wasn't my favorite outfit, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. Uh, this, however, Inti's outfit, an absolute nut. Oh, I, I broke the nut button. You broke the nut button. I love it. Full nutcracker. And even like the lining of the cape. Like it's just like it tells a story. We get it. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like that like that floored me for sure. She yeah. she was bringing some of the like the best outfits I've seen so far in the yeah. past episodes. Like they they're all beautiful. They're all like fa- high fashion, gorgeous, stunning, yeah. you know. <laughs> the whole she way. she's a star for sure. Um up next is Arancha. Castilla Mancha, who brings out uh, an outfit symbolizing the Manchego cheese of Castilla Mancha. But surprise, she's not from Castilla Mancha. She's from Extremaduro, uh, which uh, it's not, uh, it's not, uh, cheese isn't their national food, it's ham. So. <laughs> I thought that was funny. It was a funny concept. 
like it's hilarious. It's funny. yeah, it was really funny. You know, it wasn't it wasn't like the most like stunning outfit, but like I thought I thought the concept was really funny. Yeah, it's a stupid outfit, but like hilarious. The cheese was so funny though. Though like she just came in with a fucking cheese wheel. <laughs> yeah, it's like not even an outfit. It's literally just and a then the little wheel. ham on her back. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the ham on her back as like a backpack so fucking funny um she's hilarious like her presentation is great like she's just funny she has really good energy and i think you know that that's that's half of like also selling the outfit for sure so yes i I give her i give her a nut yeah because there's somebody who doesn't know how to sell outfits we're gonna talk about in a second but uh yeah i'm gonna give her a oh no you know what i'm gonna give her a cut (laughs) I actually think it's really ugly, um, <laughs> but I but I do love her. Uh, okay, so up next we have Uwateo, uh, crujiente, and Uwateo is serving up. I didn't get where she's from, but she's serving up the like non-binary flag and some storyline with fire. I didn't fully get the story from yeah, her explanation. I didn't. That, I was definitely confused about the story. I thought the outfit was gorgeous, though. It's and, incredible. And I, yeah. I, I I enjoyed that she did like the whole battery to the to the little uh, steel wool um, effect. Yeah. If, if you take a if you take a high voltage battery, uh huh, and you stick it to steel wool, it'll start a fire. I did not realize that was steel wool, and I did not realize she had a battery. Yeah, I mean, I I only know that because I took wearable tech. Um, Whoa. At OCAD, so like I remember. You went to OCAD. That's up. right. That's so funny. But yeah, but I really enjoyed her outfit, and I thought it was really beautiful. Um, I think I have to go back and listen to the story again because I don't remember it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah. I did not. I did. Okay, thank you for telling me about this. Nobody else would have been able to tell me this. The steel wood on the battery, like that's fucking incredible. Like we've never seen this on this runway before. So that's that's honestly. Really I was kind of. I'm kind of. I'm kind of surprised she did that. I'm like, I would have been scared of my whole outfit catching on fire, girl. Like in Thailand, did you watch Drag Race Thailand? no but i heard about someone setting themselves on fire <laughs> was, that, was, was that intentional or was it accidental yeah, she did it on purpose but like it was like it was i think it was a reveal runway where they had to reveal and she chose to do her reveal through fire like her thing would light on fire and disappear that's but so like funny. she ended up being like ah and like running away from it. that's so funny <laughs> oh so good what a great show that was um okay yeah no this yeah totally down totally down with who what they owe it's a total nut yeah i would say nut even though like i i I need to go back to see her story but i thought it was a really nice outfit yeah like regardless of the story like i love looking at this outfit and then we have dovima nurmi coming out um as san jordi of catalonia serving up a knight a princess and a dragon all in one look I thought it was a really nice outfit. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm a little biased because I love the fantasy sort of like medieval kind of yeah. style as well. But I thought, I thought it was really pretty. I thought I, I, I really, I, that's definitely enough for me. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty. I thought this is where I'm like, you don't know how to present an outfit. Like her walk is so awkward. Um, she looks uncomfortable. She just looks uncomfortable. You know stage. what? I totally get that too. I think she had she's had some really good looks, but it def- yeah, definitely true that she's had like trouble kind of presenting her outfits. Like the first episode, they yeah, talked about how she was tripping over it, and she designed that there. <laughs> like she she made that choice, <laughs> um, and she also made the choice to make this uh, dress too tight. So like I'm cur- I'm curious to see how like she progresses on the competition. I guess 
with yeah. the, you know, will she start, I guess, gaining a little more, you know, energy on the runway and stuff? Because I mean, I, I, I guess it is like it is a nerve wracking experience to be on a show and to like walk that runway. But yeah, totally. I think she needed a little bit more energy for sure. Yeah, she needs to pick that energy up. I am going to give it a nut. Like, it is a very nice outfit. Yes, um, definitely enough for me as well. It maybe could have used a steam, but who are we to judge? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't remember too much, but I just, remember, I just remember liking it. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Um, okay, up next we have Carmen Farala serving up an Iberian lynx fantasy. Uh, looking like she stepped off of the the um, Broadway tour of Cats. Um, you know, I think I think it was I think it was funny in that way. I thought it, it she looked nice. Yeah, I guess was, concept concept wise, like I was like, mm, I mean, it was cool. Yeah, we're gonna talk about the story in a second, but like, it does feel a little bit like I'm a sexy cat this Halloween. Yeah, it was it was a little bit like that. That's why I'm like, mm, I get, but I mean, I guess like the the idea that she was like this cat that was going extinct that like mm-hmm. lived in the Iberian mountains or something. Yeah, I, I thought that was cool. I guess. So yeah. I mean, I also give it a nut. I, I still think it was nice. Like she she's she's very professional. She was really well put together. So you know. Yes, I agree. She, she did she look, look good. Beautiful. She did. I'm going to give her a nut too, only because like, I love the musical cats. Um, and then up next we have Canceria. I'll never call her Sagittaria. Uh, and she is wearing the crema catalana, which I think is stunning. <laughs> I love this interpretation. Um, I, I thought it was a little simple. To uh-huh. be honest, like I, I, I didn't find the outfit too exciting. Uh huh. When you compare it to other people, for sure it's simple, but it does look to me like editorial. It's giving me crema catalana, like it's giving me the full like, like it looks creamy, like it looks like I look at this and I'm like, that's delicious. I want to eat that. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's fair. I mean, I just, I just didn't find it as exciting. I guess concept wise, or I guess the outfit wise, like it was, like it was, it was she okay. A, she's, she's carrying, yeah. she's carrying a big metal spoon. As like a wand. <laughs> it was okay. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, no, I will not I like mean, this. I don't outfit. hate it. I don't hate it. It's like, like in the same way as uh, like, a, wait, how do, how do I say it? Arancha? Arancha. Uh, well, okay, Arancha? that's another one. That's another one where there's two different ways to say it. Arancha or, or, or Aranza. I think there's two different ways to say it. Like to me, I guess like the, the weakest looks this episode would be like Arancha would be... Um, Sagittaria and Poopy. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, those those were the weakest looks to me. No, and like, like they like you know like they weren't necessarily like I mean uh, Sagitt- like Sagittaria's outfit wasn't necessarily bad. It just I don't I just, I don't really feel like I like super excited about it. I guess I gotta disagree. I find it delicious. I'm That's all so funny. It. <laughs> it I mean it's great. I love that we disagree. Um, also because it's it's crazy for me to like this because I'm not a big fan of Sagittaria. I don't like someone who took their entire aesthetic and personality from a whole other queen. Just like yeah, I mean, I'm I, like I don't I, I'm not gonna get too into that. I think you know I think there's I I've can, gotten I into some it. inspiration for sure in there. Um, you know, I mean. But I, and I think that was my problem also too with this outfit. Like I just, it didn't feel distinct enough. Like I'm like, I've seen 
this sort of style yeah. before, this sort of outfit before. That's why I didn't really find it too exciting. Like, she literally looks like Aquaria right now walking down the runway. And, like, I am just, like, who are you, though? Like, is that who you are? Are you that person who copies another person? Or are you your own person? Like, I want to know. You know, like, hopefully she kind of starts distincting herself a little bit. Because then she'll do herself kind of like a favor, I guess, as well. But, Mm -hmm. you know, she still looks great. I think she has definitely potential. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, so far, like, I'm, like, you know, like, I'm not super excited about her outfits yet. Right. Um, yeah, I'm still gonna nut this one. You cut it. Did you cut it? Um, yeah, I'll give it a cut. Good. Cut it up. Um, next up is Killer Queen serving up, uh, Chulapa de Madrid. And, uh, I think she mentioned... Something about Manila. So she may be... Oh, girl, I forgot what the outfit looked like. Yeah, she's also giving... <laughs> I, I just completely blanked out now. Do like, you see? <laughs> this is the problem with this person. She's forgettable. It was an ugly outfit, I'll tell you that. So she's she's also dressed as a cat. Or her makeup Oh, you anyway. know what? Now I remember. And I completely... You know what? Yeah, definitely a cut. I didn't... I didn't like the outfit. I thought it was... um. There was a lot going on. Like, I, had, I think I had the same problem as uh, Poopy's outfit. Yes. Where I was kind of like, there's a lot happening here. And I think it could have been edited down a little bit. Yeah. It's like two completely, or three completely different concepts just like mashed together. You know what? Yeah, I take it back. I think, yeah, I think she definitely had the weakest outfit this week, I would say. Yeah. She says it's a manila shawl. I don't know what a manila shawl is, but it but I, she, she was she was amazing this week. Thank God she was like like she she did really, yes. really well in the main challenge. But then yeah, like the outfit was just like it was a miss for me. I was just like I don't, I'm not sure what's going on here, and I, I completely have forgotten about it. <laughs> yeah, until that, you brought up the cat ears, I'm like, oh okay, now I remember. That's her week to week for me, like just completely forgettable, and I don't know what it is about her. Actually, I do know what it is, and they identify it in the deliberations, which we'll get to in just a second. So uh, what they say to Killer is that, and this is interesting because they're literally talking to all of them before they even send anybody to the safe room, which is, I've never seen before. Um, They tell Killer Queen that they don't know what her identity is, like who she is as a drag queen, because her looks are like indistinguishable. Like they're not like there's no like recognizable killer queen look. She's worn so many things that just like are, could be whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally understand that. I, I really, I really liked her entrance look. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like, Oh, maybe she's kind of like this alternative kind of girl. I don't remember what her, what her entrance look was. It was like, there was a blue medical. I mean, I liked it because I thought it was kind of like edgy, kind of Gothic almost. I don't remember um, a blue medical outfit, but I do remember her saying she's a doctor. Yeah. But then, like, I don't know. Like, I guess this out this week's outfit was kind of like, um, I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, when you think of all her looks week to week, like, I don't know what her style is or who she is necessarily as a queen. And I love that the judges identified that as well. That was, like, my aha. Like, ah, good. So I'm not crazy for forgetting about this person. Um, but she seems cool. Uh, and then... <laughs> <laughs> <Not this. laughs> uh, oh, another thing is they say to, to Carmen, it's like, give us something new. And this is where, when you were saying 
how it was smart of killer to give her that thing so she can't show them something new. yeah and i think i think i don't i don't know if that was strategic but i think that was definitely a smart move you know yeah especially when you when you want to stand out yourself you don't want your competitors to stand out right so you know why not give them the most you know like predictable sort of segue into the following week right yeah yeah but i definitely think carmen is a strong contender right now i think the other girls should be worried about her i think they are i really do think they are um and she also gives us a moment of vulnerability where she talks about what the links means to her and it's like her father recently passed away like a year and a half ago and they scattered his ashes in like the link around the link sanctuary or Mm. whatever it was uh, and it's nice to see her be vulnerable. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I think she has, like, a very strong personality. Uh-huh. So I think it was important for her to show, you know, like, you know, I'm also a person, you know, not just, you know, I'm just not here to be shady. Um, yeah. I, I, no. like, I like seeing the kind of clash between her and Poopy so far. Yes. Like, I can definitely sense some tensions there. Yeah. And I can't read it. I can't read if it's all in good fun or if they actually dislike each other. I can't tell. I, I, th- I, th- I, think, it, I think it hinges more on the latter a little bit, but uh-huh. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see. We'll see in the coming episodes what happens. Yeah. I want a stronger storyline between them. And I also want, like, remember in the first episode where they were like, uh, they asked Dovima and Sagittaria what their history is? Girl, that's like tepity at this point. Like, I don't know. It was like first episode they hated each other and now they're all like Yeah. Like... And doing the <laughs> the anti ugly brigade together. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. what's going on here? Like, you know. Yeah, give us a skinny. What's 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 actually happening? Do you actually hate each other or was that all just for show? Uh, maybe just because they're younger or something i don't know but (laughs) that definitely you hit the nail on the head there they're young they're looking for attention uh or you know know, maybe they maybe it was just like a little petty fight and it was like whatever and now they're like okay again but they're probably gonna fight again in the future i don't know (laughs) which i hope happens on the show i want to see a fight i want to see two people fight especially the young pretty ones i'm like go (laughs) claw each other's eyes out uh, yeah, I like this episode was really funny because then uh, Sagittaria, the, she won that episode, right? Or she did. She was. She did really well that episode. With her uh, she did well. She was in the top. Yeah, um, or, uh, no, that, no that was actually a really good outfit. So that yeah. made sense. But then, like, she like Dovamina was in the in the in the bottom. Uh huh. So and then during the the Dovima's, sorry, how do you say Dovima? Yeah, Dovima. Okay. You can call her Dovi. They call her Dovi. Um, during her critiques, like Sagittaria was just smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just kind of funny to see like now like they're they just seem like they're flying together. I was like, like, I was like okay, <laughs> we missed a few. Um, okay, they call out Dovima's walk, which I love. I'm like, yes, call it out. She's uncomfortable on stage. We'd love to see it. Uh, okay, I don't understand this critique to Uwateo, where they say that there's too much going on with the outfit. I did not get that. Did you get that? I think her there was a lot going on, but I think it made sense. I think it all completely made sense. You no, know, it made sense, I, and that's kind of her art style too. It's very this artsy, very uh-huh. kitsch, very surrealist. Um, but it all worked beautifully, in my opinion. Um, I, yeah, legit. Like I thought, everything worked together. I don't think that there was anything on the outfit working against anything else. Like I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they said the same thing to Poopy, and I thought Poopy's outfit was a little more kind of like. Um, all I think over they, the place. 
So I, 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 like, I don't remember what statistics they gave her. I think they gave her good praise. They were they, they were like, we love it. We see the story. You're amazing. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we're gonna get more into that when we talk about I think. Um, yeah. Inti as well. Inti. Well, let's talk about her now. So. Okay, the first thing they said to her, which I completely agree with, is that she's low energy on the runway. I do agree with that. She comes out and she, she like, I get a confidence from her, but I also see a lack of confidence from her, which I don't think is accurate, but I think that's what she, I think she is presenting it to the top of her ability. Like, I think if she were to, to give us any more, it would be inauthentic to her. Um. And yeah, like I, I mean, she's also the like the youngest competitor. Yes. You know? And I think I don't like I mean I don't really know how she felt, I guess, during the competition. She was also the only like indigenous person uh-huh. on the cast. Yep. So maybe she felt like a little bit out of her element or something as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I mean yeah, continue continue, continue. Well, then they then they start critiquing the outfit. And this is where I get uncomfortable is like they acknowledge that the story behind it is beautiful. Um, but they kind of like, she, she has to defend it to them, which is yeah, interesting. And, you know what? That really bothered me as well, because I, I feel like they really dug, dug into her about yeah. the boots and about the dress. And like, they were like, they were really like, you know, like, that's cool. Like, you know, be a judge, you know, you have to point out things. But, like, I feel necessarily they were, like, nitpicky on her specifically. Yeah. Um, In comparison to some of the other girls that I feel got away with a lot more. I mean, it's when they said to her that it needed more. Like, it needed, and she was like, are you kidding me? She's like, if I did more, you would tell me it needed less. Like, yeah, and you know what? I totally agree with, agree with her on that statement. Me I too. Thought, I thought the outfit was was great, you know? And, you know, like, I, I get they need to give critiques, but why not critique her performance instead? If you're gonna, if you want to point out something bad, critique her performance instead because yeah. the performance was not great, but the outfit was amazing. So I, I just did not understand that. Yeah, I'm just they, so they were focusing so much on the outfit. I'm so confused as to them reading the outfit so hard. It just it, it didn't make sense to me. I'm I, sure they did. They dealt. They I'm sure they also did critique her performance, but um, they probably just didn't show as much of it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah but, it just felt it just it felt like a weird thing to kind of be like, yeah, this outfit, like I don't know, you know, it's like it was a good outfit and you're letting people like, you're letting other people with like, you know, bigger um, you know, like flaws in their outfits get kind of get away with it. And that was kind of the thing too with Poopy's outfit. Like I thought Poopy's outfit was a mess, but you know, they yeah. didn't they didn't focus on it as much as Inti's outfit. At all. Yeah. They didn't focus on it at all. So it was just kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know, what's going on? You know? <laughs> like It was very bizarre. Pieces? And that's you know, that's the kind of discussion that I've been kind of reading. Like, was it a microaggression? Like, you know, like what's going on here? Like I would say, you know what, you're probably right. It probably could have been it very well could have been a microaggression. Um I wonder if it was maybe also they gave her the first critique, like the one critique on the look, and they saw how she took it, and then they just kind of like doubled down. You know what I mean? And like it just kept going. Yeah. Like either way, like it was just like the most like it was the like I don't know, like critique like I like I don't know if they need glasses or something. Like it, it just did not make sense to me in comparison to some of the other critiques the other girls got. But like to see that. And I think cape they, I think they should have just kind of left it like your performance was terrible. The outfit's cool, but you know, like it's 
I, I didn't get it. I was like, I don't know. Like, it, like it, it annoyed the fuck out of me. Like, I was just like, not this. Yeah. And, like, she has such a specific, unique style. Like, I don't understand what they're harping on. Um, and But I do love that, like, um, I love the judges. So, how do you feel about the judges? Because I don't know. Um, I don't really know them. <laughs> so, but they seem, they seem fun, I guess. Yeah, like, I don't know any of them outside of the show either. I mean, yeah, but, they, like... they seem more like they're known within their country, right? So I think that's, like, the important part, because it's Drag Race España. Yes, they all seem like they have a very current names in Spain. Um, now, what I love about them is that, like, even when they're giving these critiques, they're very warm. Like, they're not, like, when Michelle Visage is like, I hate the color green, don't wear green. Like, that's one way to give a critique. But I find, like, even when they're saying this, they're saying shitty things to Inti, but they're saying it with care, I find. She's not receiving it that way, but I feel like that is... I mean, Inti receives it badly as well. Yeah. But I do feel the comments about her outfit were just, like, nonsensical. They, they, they were. Nonsensical. They were. They made, and, like, no, they made no sense to me. So even... doesn't really matter how they delivered it. It just didn't make any sense. It, yeah. It felt really nitpicky. Yeah. I don't, I don't fault her for taking it that way at all. Like, I do not, agree. I, mean, I, 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 wish, I wish she, you know, she handled it differently, but I also don't blame her right absolutely considering the position she's in and like you know the history yeah in spain and you know like it's 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 a complicated it's a really complicated matter yeah i I like i I I think the judges should have been more sensitive to all of that well i do like when javier ambrosi like has that one-on-one with and like he seems like he's getting teary-eyed as he's saying it but he's like opinions are just opinions take the ones you like leave the ones you hate yeah like this isn't it's not that serious like we are just like we are paid to give opinions and these just happen to be what our opinions are like you like your your drag is still valid and um but he does say like but there is just something missing and i see it too like i see it in the walk i see it in yeah i think it was something about her stage presence yeah but not the outfit like the ad i don't think it was the outfit to be honest like that's that's the part that's still like i I didn't understand anna's critiques at all like they make no sense to me agreed yeah so that part was kind of like what's happening here um okay so our safe queens are killer queen arancha carmen and Wateo. Our top queens are Poopy Poison and Canceria. And our bottoms are Dovima and Inti. Although they never say officially who are the tops and the bottoms, you can tell by the critiques. Yeah. And Inti, as soon as they walk off the stage, is done. Just takes off her boots, removes her makeup, changes into boy clothes, not listening to anybody. Everyone is curious. Everyone wants to know what happened on that runway. And she's just like, bye going home yeah it was, uh, it's, it's really sad to see her go i i really enjoyed her i know i thought she was gonna go all the way yeah. i really did um and honestly too like i i even loved her outfit to the first episode as well i thought that was an amazing amazing outfit uh-huh i don't um, remember what she wore in the first episode but you know what like I, I guess i don't necessarily blame her entirely like i i totally get where she was coming from yeah with her decision and i respect it yeah and then you know uh, like, I think it's fair. Of all the people who have walked off the show, this one makes the most sense to me. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's... <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like that Supreme comes back, because I don't see RuPaul ever doing this. I like that Supreme comes back and is like, okay, what's up? And then 
just like lays it out and is like, we we are here to judge you. Like that is what the job is. Like this is what you signed up for. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think Indy could have handled it differently. And I think it would have been really cool to, you know, like see her lip sync and, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think she might have stayed maybe possibly. She could have absolutely. She um, had she made the decision before even the critiques. She like she somebody said that she earlier she was like if I'm in the bottom I'm not lip syncing. Yeah. So like I don't know, but like I definitely feel the critiques they gave her for her outfit made no sense. So I get where mm-hmm. she was coming from, I guess in that context. Yeah. I feel terribly I, mean, I think I think it was an important part, I think. I think I think it's important people you know discuss this as well because you know it's also an important part I guess of of Spain and Spain's history right so yes to create that kind of dialogue and be like you know Shh. openly discuss it as well she brought some incredible representation not just for that not just for being indigenous but like also non-binary representation and trans representation yes that too yeah so like I'm really sad to see her go for that reason I do want to say. Uh, I mean, you know, because you've been on a show like this, but like we, the viewers don't know what it's like to be there. We don't know what it's like, what kind of mind games you go through, like what your state of mind is, how you handle yourself in a situation where like you're completely cut off from the world. You're judged every yeah, day. Yeah, it is. It is I think it is a lot harder than people realize. Like I had my own moment as well on Dragula, right? And like I, uh-huh. I was kind of like at my point where it's like, you know, like I was really upset by the critiques that I received on my own outfit. So were we. <laughs> and, you know, looking back, I'm like, okay, you know what? I kind of get it from their perspective more now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when I was there, I was just like really upset over it. I was like, you know, like I'm like, oh my God, fuck this. I mean, I still went through and did my extermination. Yeah. But I was like, I was definitely like just not feeling it anymore by the end of that episode. I was really upset that I was also in the bottom position when I feel like, I feel like I didn't deserve to be there. Totally. I will agree with you. (laughs) I don't think you should have. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So these things, I mean, this is how reality TV works. You're not just in a drag competition. You're on a reality TV show. So everything's not going to line up the way we want it to. Unfortunately. So Inti walks away, Inti leaves, Inti says goodbye. We're sad to see her go. Sagittaria or Canceria, if you will, wins uh, the whole thing, which I think upsets you. How do you feel about her? Wait, she won? She won. Did she win? Sagittaria won. Uh Uh-huh. Um, anyway... Um, so, <laughs> it was either where, where, where is the off button for this podcast? It was, <laughs> it was no, either her. Wait, you know what? Like I, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I I don't agree with that decision. Yeah. There's not, there's nothing against her personally. Yeah, but I no, I don't know. I wasn't feeling the outfit, and I, I, I didn't. I wasn't really feeling her performance either. I get you. So I don't I know. I'm like I'm a little confused on that one. I did feel the outfit and I feel like she surprised me in the improv because I did not expect her to be able to carry that scene. Uh, so I'm I'm okay with her winning. I wish I would rather it go to Poopy, but which is because I like Poopy more as a person. Um, okay, listen, all that BS aside, they still asked Dovima to lip sync. <laughs> 
Born to Vina. That's like that was a little kind of awkward to just have her lip sync, but that is okay. But in a way, I love. Okay, I understand why they did it is because they're doing this song by this man who's sitting right there. Yeah, so it's like you came all this way <laughs> during a pandemic. We're gonna do your song. That's so funny. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm glad you did it, anyways. You know, might as well. It like it like lifted the mood up a little bit. Yeah, listen, it lifted me up a lot. And this is what I'm talking about with the show that I love so much. It just has a completely different feeling from all the other franchises that I've seen is as she's performing, I'm like, listen, if I was one of those girls back there, I would just start a chain of us like coming on and lip syncing with her. And they actually ended up doing it. They all came on stage. The judges all stood up as if they were at a concert everyone was having a great time and like that is what the spirit like that that like completely embodies the spirit of drag race espania for me like this is what like it's like the anti drag race down under which i don't know if you're watching um no i haven't seen it but i've heard lots of opinions of it (laughs) yeah which are probably all similar so (laughs) it's uh yeah it's a don't that's one show but then this show is like it's giving me everything i need did you yeah, find it cheesy? It's been, it's been interesting. <laughs> yeah. And it was like a first. We've never seen this on a drag race before. It was just nice to see everybody like backing her up. Everybody having a good time. The judges enjoying it. Like it was, it's just a different yeah. vibe. No, it was, it was, it was a sweet moment for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that oh concludes <laughs> our drag race Espana. Did you watch all three episodes today, by the way? <laughs> maybe <laughs> i don't blame no listen it's all good this is a hard show to watch because it's only available in canada on wow presents that's plus. so funny and who the fuck wants to get a wow presents plus membership you know i, mean? I don't even know what what wow presents plus was before before you mentioned this uh... <laughs> you're not a wow girl you're a boulet brothers girl that's so funny uh yeah totally 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 so uh we don't blame you if you can't watch the show but if you can it's great uh i'm enjoying it are you gonna watch the rest are you gonna like is this your is your job done now (laughs) i mean i might i might might see if i tune in later who is your favorite who's your who do you who do you see winning the whole thing um winning the whole thing I think I see Carmen winning the whole thing. Ah. But is my favorite. Yeah. We actually, on the first episode, where, where what they all did, the um, the floppy mop hands and the, like, sad clown face, uh, I called her Yovska meets uh, Lady Contrapunt. Oh, my gosh. That's so <laughs> funny. I love that. Because it was right. like, it was, yeah. oh, you are, aren't you? I thought so. As I said it, I was like, wait, don't they live together? It's so uh, funny. And you were like almost neighbors. I'm down like in South Parkdale, and I know you're not far from me. Yeah, we're like near near Ronsi and Queen. Yeah, not to dox myself or anything, but I know I'm like, wait, should I edit this out? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're almost neighbors. Um, but that. totally, she was giving me like like Contrapunt's face, and you with like the Bizarro outfit. Um, with like you've done a mop look before, yeah, you legit mopped the floor. My big, my big titty mop look. 
<laughs> it's so good. How many, you hold a record, don't you, for like the, the Toronto Kiki Ballroom Alliance for winning the most bizarre, bizarre categories. In a row. In a row. How in many was row. it? Like 17? Won, I'm guessing 17. I won like from 2016 to like, yeah, till 2017-ish. <gasps> I won, was it 12? Okay. 12, 12 balls. 12 My bizarre God. categories, I think. I didn't know it was as early as 2016. Yeah, that's when I started. That was my first ball. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. (laughs) That's crazy. You are a member of the House of Siriano. Are you still? The Kiki House of Siriano. I'm not part of, um, I'm not part of any other houses, but I'm I'm part of the Kiki House. So there's the real scene and there's the Kiki scene. So I only have a house in the Kiki scene. Wait, hold on. What's the difference? I don't know the difference. So there's two. I can, in Canada, it's not as apparent, but um, like they both kind of intermingle. But I think, um, yeah, in the like we go to the states, there's the Kiki scene and there's the real scene, mm-hmm. and the real scene is usually more like the bigger grand prizes. Okay. So it's like it's like two different, I guess. Levels what happens almost? I don't, what- I don't. I don't know if things have changed a bit more. What's the deal with the kiki scene? What happens in the kiki scene? The kiki scene's like more, I guess, like it's kind of more, I guess, like more kind of the build up to the real scene kind of balls as well. But like here in Canada, the scene is smaller, so they're kind of intermix. And sometimes gotcha. I think the kiki scene balls are more, I guess, are more bigger than the than the than the other balls. So, uh huh. I've only heard of the kiki scene in Toronto. Is there a regular ball? Like, is there like a bigger ball scene here? I mean, the the scene is the same. But there's okay. a kiki scene and there's there's like the real, I guess the real balls. And then depending on if you have a kiki house or like a, a real house, like you would use like a, those names, I guess, interchangeably. And right. so if I walked the kiki ball, I'd be, you know, like House of Siriano Yovska. But if I walked uh-huh. the real ball, I would be a 007, which is, I don't have a, a house in that, in that sense. Gotcha. So I, I don't mean, I don't, I don't know if things have changed a bit since... Since, you know, since I last kind of, I've been a little bit out of the loop with the ball scene lately, and I kind of want to get more into it again. Right. But for, that's, for, that's from what I remember. <laughs> cool. Cool. It's so fascinating to me. I love that world. And we're all learning so much more about it now with Pose and Legendary. I know. Can you believe I haven't seen any of the the legendary episodes oh it's so good i know i need i need to catch up i'm so i've I've been reading little tidbits in here and there yeah it's just like it's just fun it's it's like a great and like there's good sportsmanship on it and like it's so it's good to watch it's fun i love that yeah it's weird that there's only five people representing each house because i know each house is way bigger than five people yeah uh yeah so that's that's interesting to see but uh, that's it. We did it. We made a whole podcast. That was really fun. Thank you for having me. Oh my god! Thank you for being on the podcast. I can't. Is this your, is this your first time, or have we had you on before? I think. Actually, you know what? I think we. I think you guys have had me on with Squirrel Talk. Yeah, I wouldn't have been hosting because I remember. So it was probably. I think Vicky. it was with um, Vicky Licks and Hillary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But I, I, I don't remember what I don't remember what episode it was or. Oh my god! It would have been a while ago. It would have been like a couple. Yeah, years it was a ago. while. It was like it was pre pre Corona. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. This podcast has been nonstop since Corona because these fucking franchises won't stop popping up. That's so uh, funny. <laughs> but thank you, Yavska, for being our fantastic guest. Where can we find you online? Um, you can catch me at twitch.com slash Yavska. Uh-huh. You can catch me on Instagram at Yavska, Twitter at Yavska. Yeah. That's Good. mainly what I've been using these days. So there you are. And we can find uh, us, dry, er, Squirrel Talk. We can find us at Squirrel Talk Podcast on the Instagram and at Patreon. <sighs> Yavska, muchísimas gracias, mi hermanita, para venir al podcast. Oh gracias. Thanks for having me. That was <laughs> fun. That was funny. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, I love your opinions, and I love how we differ as well. And we thank you for letting me watch um, Drag Race España on your account. That was funny. <laughs> Keep watching it. Listen, Wow Presents Plus has lots of quality content for you to catch up on. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. I've never watched it, but maybe you will. So, <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you, Yavska. We'll see you all next week for two, maybe three new episodes because all stars starts as soon as down under ends oh shit that's yeah. so fast damn so, girl the, they were they really milking rue out here my god it's fucking insane her titties uh, are right up at this point exactly <laughs> so we'll see you then kids goodbye now This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.